I'm your host, Paul Clinton. I know it's been a while. I had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I did a move. We had a nice little family trip to Grundy Lake Provincial Park here in Ontario. I'll tell you a little bit about that on today's episode. Uh, But first things first is if you are in the market for any sort of custom wood furniture, tables, nightstands, you name it, uh, go check out a good buddy of mine. On Facebook at BJ Custom Woodworking. Well, the guy does some phenomenal work. Really stand-up guy. Good buddy of mine. And I know his prices are phenomenal. So if you're in the market, go check him out on Facebook. If you're in the area, make sure you get in touch with him. Get yourself set up with a nice, wicked table. Uh, yeah, so he just got his Facebook page up and running. Uh, check him out. Uh, today's episode, I'll tell you a little bit about Grundy Lake when we were up there. Uh, and then I want to get in on the wild pig pig or wild boar situation that's going on here in Ontario. Uh, I'm not sure how big of a situation it is yet. I'm still trying to figure that out more and more. I'm having a hard time trying to find some info on it. But I got a little bit of stuff, and uh, as I get more and more, I'll let you in in future episodes. But again, I'm sorry for the delay in the release of a new episode. Uh, just with moving and, again, a family trip and work got really busy. Uh, my research time has been lacking, and I didn't want to really bring anything too lackluster. I wanted to try and get a little bit more research in and make sure I kind of knew what I was talking about before I brought anything to you guys. So, uh, I've done that. I did a little bit of research on this pig situation. Uh, I got all the information I can really. I'm still trying to find out more. I've been in touch with a biologist. We've been emailing back and forth. I'm trying to get some answers to some questions I have about, about it. But uh, yeah, we'll go from there. I'm sure I will have another episode on the wild pigs as I learn more and get the answers that I'm looking for. But I will bring it up today and uh, we'll go from there. But so my trip to Grundy Lake, uh, what a great place that is. So Grundy Lake is about 60-ish kilometers just south of Sudbury. So it's a fair ways north from where I live. I'm definitely down, I'm north of the GTA, north of the Toronto area, Uh, but I'm still about three hours from Grundy Lake, takes me about three hours to get up the highway to there, Uh, great place, very secluded, awesome campsites, Uh, there's three lakes within the park, so we were camped out on Gut Lake, Um, we had a canoe up there with us. I didn't get out to do too, too much fishing. A lot of the fishing I did was just off of uh, our campsite back right on the lake. So it was just from the shoreline and the campsite. Uh, I did get a few little pike. Uh, I seen some bass swimming around but didn't manage to catch any. Uh, we had two snapping turtles hanging out right at the campsite. If you go check out... Uh, Foresight Outdoors on Instagram. You can see some pictures of the uh, snapping turtles uh, right at the edge of our campsite, right where we were swimming all day. 
Uh, we went down there one night after dinner and seen these two snapping turtles just hanging out. So that was pretty cool to watch and uh, just check them out. They stayed around for a day, a day and a half. And every time I went down to the water, you could see them. So I sat and I watched them for quite a bit. Just uh, It's just interesting. I love watching any sort of wildlife. Uh, just to see what they do and their tendencies and how they ma maintain themselves. Uh, so that was a wicked trip. Uh, the beaches are really cool, really nice and clean there. The whole facility is great. Staff is very friendly. Uh, it wasn't too busy, especially with COVID going on right now. Uh, there was other people there, but it wasn't too busy and cramped. Like We weren't camping on top of one another. There's pretty good spacing in between the campsites. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, a few late nights, but a lot of fun. I had a buddy up there. He had a telescope with him, so we were checking out the stars and got to check out the Milky Way because where we live, there's so much light pollution being so close to town. When you get up there, there's none. It's just cr crystal clear at night. There's no lights anywhere, so it's pretty awesome. I definitely want to go out again soon uh, and get back out of the city. I'm not a big city guy, but as of right now, that's where I'm residing. Uh... Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Can't wait to do it again. I wish I took some more pictures and some more videos of it, but I did not. I was actually just really enjoying time with family and friends and kind of just left social media alone just for that trip. Just to enjoy my time with the people that I care about. So it was overall a really fun trip. Can't wait to do it again. But so now onto this wild pig situation here in Ontario. So cruising through social media and different websites and news outlets, you see more and more about wild pigs and more and more sightings. Um, I couldn't find anything on the ministry's website of any of these sightings actually being confirmed or if these are just pigs that have gotten out of a pen or what the deal is, but there's more and more uh, sightings for sure. If you live in Ontario or you want to know more about it, uh, there's an app called iNaturalist. If you download the app, you set up a free account, and you can actually find a portion of the app where the ministry has set it up to try and record uh, pig sightings. So that's where I've been... I check in there almost every day to see if there's anything new. Uh, a lot of it's just people taking pictures of pigs and pens and mentioning that they're pigs, but there has there is a few pretty interesting pictures that you don't know the full story, but it makes you kind of believe that there is starting to become more and more of them around here in Ontario. Uh... Yeah, I couldn't. So the ministry doesn't really have much information. They just want you to report any sightings you see. So I haven't been able to find any numbers or estimated numbers, or even if there's believed to be a sustained population around here. But I will keep digging into it. I will keep getting more and more. Hopefully, this biologist gets back to me here shortly. I'm just waiting on a return email from him. But I did have some time, so I wanted to create this episode tonight. 
uh, just to get it out there, just to let everyone know that I am still around. I do still plan on taking this further. So I just want to make sure I got out and touch base with everyone. So the term wild pig in Ontario, as described by the ministry here, uh, means any pig outside of a fence and enclosure. So this includes domestic pigs that have escaped and turned feral and ownership cannot be determined. Any Eurasian wild boar or hybrids of domestic and wild boars. So that seems to be, from any information I found, is the most popular one around here is those Eurasian boars. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, they were originally brought to on, originally imported to Ontario to be raised as an alternative livestock. Uh, if they escape, they're like any other pig or wild boar that they have in the U.S. where they're uh, where they can reproduce extremely quickly. Uh, I forget the exact numbers, but they can have like two or three litters a year with an outrageous amount of piglets per litter. And they're sexually mature at a super young age and can start reproducing at a super young age. So once they do get out and they do get established, it doesn't take long for them to run rampant. Um, I know in Ontario it's still advised not to shoot them, but to report them and let them get investigated. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it is illegal to shoot them. I just know it's advised not to. But if you do see them, you're supposed to... You can either go to wildpigs.ontario.ca to report them or on that iNaturalist app that I spoke of earlier. Uh the section of the app was actually set up by the ministry so they do check it to get information to go investigate anything that they find on the subject and to try and get as much detail as they can about them so if you do see them make sure you report them uh they do play a huge risk on the environment um they can prey upon native plants and wildlife competing with native wildlife for food water uh, roaming space, bedding areas, and all that kind of stuff. They do a tremendous amount of damage to the ground, just trying to dig up weeds and roots and all that kind of stuff just to eat. And they just wreak havoc on all farmers, on all crops, on all land. It's pretty, pretty devastating the damage that they can do. And not to mention spreading disease too. So they are something that we need to keep in check. I know you hear some people talking about, oh, they wanted wild pig season, it's another game animal to go after, blah, 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 but we do got to keep in mind that we have our own ecosystem around here, and we don't need to get messed up by these invasive species. There's a ton of invasive species out there already that already wreak havoc on a lot of what we have here in Ontario. Uh, I think it was last year, a couple of years ago, there was that ash beetle. I remember my parents' house in Barrie, the city, when they built the subdivision, they planted ash trees at the end of the road, and they had to come. The city actually came out free of charge and took out all the ash trees, uh, replanted them with new trees, just to try and get rid of this beetle. So it, 
Yeah, some people think it's going to be cool to have a pig season if they get here in time. Or not in time, sorry. But if they get here and establish a population. But it's just going to wreak havoc on our stuff. It's one of those things we do got to try and keep out of here. No matter what. So, yeah, that's all the information I got right now. Um, like I said, I am trying to get more. I am in touch with certain people. I do have emails out that I'm waiting to hear back from. Um, I'm hoping to get back into doing a podcast once a week. Try and get that out. Just for more content for anyone listening or following along. Um, I did miss doing them while I wasn't. But I wanted to make sure that I was prepared. I had the proper time and to dedicate to it. So I know this one's a quick, short, not very much info in it. Just more of more or less what I'm looking into. But I am doing the research to bring a better product. Uh, I'm hoping to get out and do some more fishing. Hunting season is right around the corner. Just over a month away. And we can start hunting some small game around where I am here. So I will have some more stories, videos, and pictures of that kind of stuff to share for sure, too. Uh, it has been a pretty quiet off-season. I've done a little bit of fishing, nothing major. I don't have a boat, so a lot of it's just shore fishing. Uh, anything I do get, there's some pictures online at Foresight Outdoors. I haven't made any more videos yet, either. I'm working on all of that. I'm just trying to balance my time. I've had this bright idea to start all this stuff during the quarantine and the lockdown when I had all kinds of free time, but that has ended and I'm back at work. So now I'm balancing work, family, and trying to keep this going, but I've let my attention slack from it, but I will regain that back in and I'm hoping to do get back to a podcast once a week and hopefully start creating some more videos here shortly too. So... Please follow along, like, subscribe to Foresight Outdoors on YouTube, follow Foresight Outdoors on Instagram, and download the podcast, like the podcast, share the podcast, leave me some comments, uh, anything you guys want to know about, talk about, hear about, anything you guys can even think of to help me make the podcast better, that'd be great, so uh, yeah, leave comments. Download, share it. Thanks, and I will see you next week.